Are you somebody who is absolutely petrified to put yourself on camera, have photos taken of you, and post it to social media? In this episode, I'm going to go over why you might be afraid to be put on camera and how you are going to work through that tenfold, and you guys are going to be more confident than ever to get out there, share your story on social media, and start taking advantage of this camera-focused age where putting yourself out there can help you get all of these freelancing clients without having to spend a single cent on ads. We love to see it. Let's do it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. So I definitely think it is safe to say that there is not a single person on planet Earth who was born with a love or an innate talent for being on camera. I definitely think it's something that is very foreign to the human experience. So if you're listening to this today, I want you to know if you have a fear of being on camera, you are absolutely not alone. And the people who appear to be confident on camera have only basically beaten it out of themselves, myself included. If you think about it, the people who spend the most time on camera today, from models and singers to actors, many times those people actually come with more social anxiety than anyone. This has been documented in a lot of studies. Yet they're able to get out there with the cameras rolling, and basically they get the job done. And really that's because at the end of the day, these people know, you guys know what I'm going to say, This is all energy at the end of the day, and they've learned how to work in harmony with the energy of their performance and not fear the camera, basically. That's why every single person I believe, anybody listening to this today, can get over the fear of being on camera. You guys know I was afraid to share my story online for the longest time. We are talking four plus years. I would post really pointless stuff to my Instagram instead. I tried to be a travel influencer. If you find those pictures, you're gonna be like, oh God, Alex. And none of it stuck for me, it it didn't happen. I definitely felt embarrassed putting myself out there because I knew there were people in my life basically shit-talking me from the back. (laughs) I was afraid to post about Fiverr and that I was making six figures at age 25. I truly felt afraid to post that. And thankfully, in due to CNBC, that all changed when my story was blasted out into the world, whether I was ready for it or not, it happened. By 2019, I had no choice but to own it. And I'm so glad that it forced me into that space because I don't know how much longer I would have avoided it if I actually wasn't forced to get over my fear of sharing my story and being in front of the camera. I'm not sure how much longer, honestly, I would have gone on to try and hide everything. And looking back, I think to myself, you know, how silly was all of that, trying to avoid making a few people upset by my success who were still upset by it. The people who I knew in the back of my head were going to be upset were upset. My subconscious already knew it. It had already picked up on attitudes and feelings from people, and it came to pass. But we all have to start somewhere. So my point is that I get the fear for everybody listening to this today. Trust me, I know what you are feeling. I know you're probably thinking, Alex, no way. You're on TikTok. You're on YouTube. You do podcasts. You clearly don't have a fear of camera or putting yourself out there, but that is just not true. I was in the same boat as you guys for many, many years. Remember, you are catching me eight years into this. I get it more than anyone. Even if you see me posting videos online every day, 
I too feel the imposter syndrome. I'm actually feeling it hardcore with YouTube right now as I try and break into it. YouTube is definitely intimidating and I have to basically override my own imposter syndrome in my head every day right now where one side of my brain's like, you don't know what you're doing, you're not good enough for this, and then the other conscious side is like, yes, you are, stop listening to that side. That's going on in my brain right now, so I'm just letting you guys know any of those feelings you ever have. They're very normal, they are valid, I have the same ones. Back to the camera topic. Here is my advice anyone listening right now who is absolutely petrified to put themselves in front of the camera. I'm talking about people who have never posted a single piece of content on social media in your life. I'm talking to everyone right now. First thing here, you have to shift your headspace from one about you slash yourself and your impression of what you look like on the camera and focus on why you're doing it at all in the first place. Are you wanting to freelance to help other businesses? Is that why you're doing it? Do you want to start teaching a skill to people on social media? Do you want to profit off of your knowledge? You need to identify your why. That is the starting point with anything and especially with being on camera. And the why needs to be about something other than yourself. I'm calling people out right now, okay? This is when I turn into therapist, Alex. Although, Disclaimer, I do not have any type of therapy degree if you are listening to this. <laughs> How are you going to make the world a better place? That should be a question that's repeating in your head every day. Maybe you want to earn enough money to pay for your family. Maybe that's your why. Providing for your family is definitely a really good why. Wanting to help a group of people that have never been helped before is another great why. Whatever it is, there's no way to rank your why. There's no one why that's better than another why. Regardless, identify what the why is and realize that putting yourself in front of the camera is merely an ends for you to reach that why. It's just a tool to get there. It has nothing to actually do with you, this is a big one, or what you look like or what people think about you. Sure, they may see a video and judge it, we are all guilty of this, but they're actually just judging themselves and their own fear of being put on camera. That's a profound statement right there. If they are judging you for getting out there and putting yourself on social media, guess what? It's because they wish they can do the same. That's always what that jealousy and criticism is, always, every time. Once you start thinking about your why all the time, getting on camera, I promise you, is going to become a lot easier because this is what happened for me. As you start to film more and more and that first message slides into your DMs, it's a person telling you that your video changed their life forever, you're going to absolutely be hooked to this. You will sit there and you'll giggle at the fact that you used to let potential criticism stop you from helping other people. I still sit here and go, wow, I can't believe, you know, I let those 10 people from my hometown stop me. You know, how, how silly is that? We are spiritually designed to feel good when we help other people. This has been proven in studies over and over and over again. Typically, anytime they've done a study with somebody who's a volunteer or someone who volunteers weekly, they are always ranked higher on the happiness meter than somebody who is not. That's because we have been designed as human beings to have a component in our heart and our soul to want to help others. And if we do not help others on a daily basis, I promise you, you are not going to feel the fulfillment that you want to feel. I'm speaking to myself right now. There is no glass of wine that can make you feel as good as knowing that you made somebody else's life better today. It's it's really like it's a euphoric high. It's a marvelous remedy for anxiety, unhappiness, and probably a slew of other health problems since we can create health inadequacies in our own bodies by what we think about all day in our heads 
can you guys tell I am reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza right now? I am reading about how we create our literal physical realities through our thoughts. Don't worry, I have plenty of podcasts coming your way on that topic. As you continue to create content on camera and help other people and dive into your divine purpose, you are going to notice something else happening along the way. You are going to develop self-confidence. Studies have shown when we do something totally new to our brain and create brand new neural pathways, and then we go ahead and achieve a goal, we develop more assuredness and self-confidence, self-esteem. We become more confident in our own creative abilities. Creativity is so essential to living a fulfilled and happy life. I cannot stress that enough. Creativity should be at the core of everything you do every single day. And yes, I don't care if you're listening to this right now and you're an accountant or a bookkeeper or a lawyer. You too are creative no matter how uncreative sounding your job title might be. Every single human being is and always has the power to tap into an unlimited pool of creativity that God has provided for us down here. It is never ending. It's a limitless pool of creativity that's, think about it, constantly hovering above your head. Like you can reach up into it whenever you want to. It's not only reserved for a special few painters and prolific singers. They've just learned how to access it more fully. They've learned how to reach their arm up into the pool and pull out whatever it is they want. Now, knowing you are changing people's lives, living your truth, and experience self-confidence, being on camera will become second nature for you because, again, it's going to become this means to an end. You will be amazed at what you are always capable of, guys. You're capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for, and I believe this is possible for every single human being. The problem, though, is that 98% of people will not take the first step to get on camera. They will let their fear stop them in their tracks, and that's okay. Not everybody has the same calling on planet Earth. But if you're feeling like you want to just get out there and start posting photos or videos or Instagram stories to really ramp up your freelancing business and start making it a really lucrative side hustle for yourself, then I'm begging you, please, to just get in front of the camera today. This is what so many of my consultations end up being, actually, with a lot of my clients. It ends up me basically talking with them, talking through their fear of being on camera and what they are afraid is going to happen if they put themselves out there and put themselves on camera. It's really a pervasive problem today. I actually notice it more so with older generations, but it can absolutely affect somebody who is 18 or somebody who's been bullied a lot in their life. A few good tricks, if this is you today, could be recording a few TikToks that you never actually have to post, but record them as if you are going to. I know a lot of people who have used this strategy before launching a TikTok account. You can do this for four weeks straight if you want. You can say on the 29th day, you're going to tell yourself that you're going to post the video that is most recent in your drafts on TikTok. You can set a date for when you're finally going to make it a reality. Post it and walk away from the phone. If it gives you too much anxiety, put the phone down after you post it and do something else like go for a walk, go for a swim, immerse yourself in nature where you can't hear a single other sound from a human being. I just finished the book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, and he says that a huge part of activating our spiritual brain can actually only be stimulated if we go deep enough into nature where we cannot hear a car, plane, music, 
a base in the distance or anything like that. It really just has to be you and nature, which I know is super hard to come by today. It definitely is in Southwest Florida. There are people everywhere pouring into the state right now. But he really said there's a really special part in your soul and your brain that is activated when you immerse yourself entirely in nature and you cannot hear a single other fabricated sound in the distance. It's something that our bodies were so accustomed to for all of human history, really, until recently. So not allowing ourselves that moment to kind of go out there and just be totally unplugged from everything. It's so detrimental and it can really cause us to get caught up in our heads and hyper fixated on things. So post the TikTok, post the Instagram reel and immerse yourself as deep into the woods as you can. Obviously guys, please be safe about it though. Bring a friend, don't go on an off-marked trail. I'm not encouraging anyone to go like get lost in the woods. You can go meditate and pray. You can thank God for the opportunity to even be alive and share your divine talents with other people. You can root your mind in gratefulness and I promise you this will all be worth it. It's so good for you to do things that scare you. It honestly, it creates new cells and new tissue in your brain. When you do something that scares you or something that you have never done before, your brain generates brand new neural pathways, which is just, I don't, I could just talk about that all day long for how remarkable that is. The healing that you can do simply by forcing yourself to do something that scares you or makes you uncomfortable. So for example, right now, I am forcing myself to take YouTube seriously and, and really try and get into this whole audio video perfectionism thing that everybody needs on YouTube. And I'm not good at that side of things and I'm uncomfortable right now. I am definitely pushing myself out of my comfort zone trying to become a YouTuber, but I know at the end of the day, it's so good for my brain to be doing something that makes me uncomfortable because it's gonna create these new neural pathways. And when I finally do reach my goal of let's say having 100,000 subscribers on YouTube because your girl really wants that plaque, that dopamine hit, that serotonin, all of it that's gonna come rushing into my body when I not only did something that scared me, but then I succeeded at whatever it was I did is gonna fortify my self-confidence and self-esteem more than ever. So that's the secret when people always say to me, Alex, how are you so confident? It's because you guys, I'm crazy now. It's because I, I force myself to do uncomfortable things all the time. Like when somebody told me to start recording this podcast, I didn't know what the F I was doing, but I just did it because I know it is so important. I try to do things that scare me, honestly, every single week. It keeps your mind sharp and your soul elated. People don't use the word elated enough. To me, it's what means to be alive. If we're not, if we're just coasting along in monotony on autopilot all day, every day, which is what happens at most nine to five jobs, I really believe that just sucks the happiness right out of a body. Being on camera, recording videos, going live, workshops, photos, all of it is also essential to starting a business online today. You don't have to pay for these ads or take out loans anymore, which is so amazing. You don't have to take out the $50,000 loan. You just need to get in front of the camera. Think of it that way. Think of how much money you're gonna save if you just get in front of your camera. And don't get me wrong, I do not want to watch myself in videos all day, every day. I actually hate when my videos come up, I scroll past them. But then I do shift my mind into a place of abundance and I remember what those videos are doing for other people. Because when I start thinking about how I don't wanna see myself in a video, now I'm thinking about me. But if I shift my mind into that place of thinking about other people, and what the content will do for other people, it suddenly becomes a lot easier to do and to stomach. If you do everything for other people, the rest will fall into place. That could not be more true with media, believe me. And lastly, please do not let perfectionism be the excuse either. 
iPhones are perfectly fine today for most of the content you see on social media. I would even go as far to argue that people don't really want to see beautiful, dolled up, perfectly captured video that was on a $10,000 camera anymore. That's what gave rise to TikTok. People were so sick of the perfect gridded Instagram that looked like it wasn't real and it was creating all of these unrealistic expectations and everyone loved TikTok because suddenly people are filming blurry videos with an iPhone with no filters on and we feel like we can connect to other human beings again. So whatever phone you have is enough. You don't need to go run out and get a special camera either. You can use whatever phone is on your lap or if you're listening to me through your phone, that phone can work for this. I actually right now I think of a lot of creators who have blown up in the last year kind of through this informal content path where they haven't really had any formal photography, videography, or anything taken of them to grow. I think of actually It's Me Tanks and Victoria Paris, if you guys have heard of those two. They blew up on TikTok and have subsequently blown up on Instagram from going big on TikTok, but they've built these empires off of an informal fleeting connection that comes through their iPhone. And because they're always using their iPhone, it feels really not intimidating. It feels easy to connect with them. I've seen a new term for these types of people. They're called comfort influencers. You almost feel as if though they are your friend through the phone. So those are just two examples to just show you guys that your video content does not need to be perfect ever. You just need to start and that's it. And that's what I tell myself now when I get all worked up about YouTube. Hey, at least I'm getting the video out there. That's all that matters at the end of the day because you know what? That video could go on to make money for me 10 years away. Like YouTube videos can make you money every single month for eternity. That's You guys are going to hear me start talking about YouTube a lot because it's all I'm thinking about right now. I'm just warning you. You guys know, as always, I believe in you. Please, please, please share this episode. Somebody else in your life who is scared of getting on the camera might need this reminder. And please, guys, review the podcast if you have not done so yet. I have just such a low review count. I really need some help with that. I will love you forever if you review it and if you share it. All right, guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead now. I'm going to record another podcast for you guys coming soon. And again, I believe in you. If anyone is ever hating on you, tell them to F off. Tell them to get out of your way. You are on a divine mission. And that's that.